To hunt a man was not meant to be an easy thing. However, it had become a fixture in the life of Talon the Dark. Her fingers clenched in the razor-sharp hair of her mount. The creature resembled a great war horse, but possessed a heart that was as tumultuous as the chaos land beneath its hooves. Talon was aware her thoughts should have been full of guilt, but they were as empty and barren as the scene she looked out over. How many mothers and fathers had she killed? How many promises of vengeance had she heard? more than it was possible to count. Generations had grown and come to claim revenge for some ancestor or other, yet none had ever succeeded. It was immutable proof that there was no justice in the world, no higher power to hold her accountable, no hope for redemption. Between her thighs, Cirrus the Nykor tossed his green shaggy head. The sound of his saber-like teeth sliding against each other set her nerves on edge. No one had ever tamed a Nykor before, which made Talon even more feared by the general population. Yet even she had not dared to put a bridle on him. By knee pressure alone, she guided the creature down from the rough granite foothills toward the village. Above, a storm was gathering. Purple-gray clouds were running across this half-tamed landscape that reeked of salt and bitterness. The howling winds full of stinging sand tugged her dark hair free. She pushed it impatiently out of her equally dark eyes and focused on the ragged little settlement where her prey awaited. The village, ramshackle and nearly abandoned, rattled under the assault from the oncoming storm, like a child's toy shaken by an unkind hand. Talon had not timed her visit with the weather in mind, but it was appropriate, considering her mission. The rider and mount passed under a lightning-blasted tree hung with totems that clacked and clattered in the gale. The yellow skull of a dead cat twisted mournfully as the wind straight off the chaos lands whistled through its eye sockets. The bone lord could not protect the village from the Kaiza's bounty hunter. These people knew why she was here. They scattered before her like chaff, rushing to the perceived safety of their homes. Parents tugged their children closer as she passed their doorways. Talon's forefinger idly traced the engraved swirls and flourishes on the flintlock pistol that rested against her leg as her gaze slid from house to house. The ebb and flow of time and possibilities ran through her verily senses in ways none of these villagers could possibly understand. The yester thoughts in this place murmured of full harvests and joyous celebrations, but the future thoughts uttered dire warnings of silence and death. The human shared human willpower, the Malkin that held this place static in a world of chaos, was fraying and disappearing. Talon rode in, not as the soldier of destruction, but merely as one of its scouts. Shifting in her saddle, she smiled bitterly. The racing heart of her prey sounded loud in her ears. He had nowhere to hide. The hunter dipped into the stream of time and found her prey in the crippled house farthest from the road. His footprints in the gray earth led to the door, the ripple of before time telling her he had only just fled there. A woman came out of the house, thin arms crossed in front of her, a hard look tinged with weariness in her eyes. Like everyone else, she must have recognized the small woman with the golden-brown skin and dark eyes atop the green beast, even if Talon hadn't been wearing the black chainmail and the scarlet cape of her master. The Kaiser used his hunter to maintain control at the dusty edges of his empire, and everywhere she went, fear followed. The tension in the air finally reached the Nykor, 
and Cirrus surged back on his hind legs, twisting under her like a mini tornado. The hunter held her place atop him easily by tightening her knees and leaning forward. Her black eyes never left the woman in the doorway. After the Nikor returned to his hooves, prancing and snapping, Talon slipped off his back and walked the scant distance to the doorway. Being shorter than the other woman, the hunter was forced to look up. Talon, though, was not the one who flinched. This woman was his wife. The hunter could read that easily enough. The foolish creature felt she had to put up some sort of show. It might be pointless, but he was the father of her children, and that still meant something to her. Why Acethalon the carter had drawn the Kaiser's attention was unknown. He was a very small target, hardly worthy of Talon. She didn't try to understand her master's motives. She only obeyed and was rewarded.